Hey there, listeners. This is your showrunner, Jakes, and your DM, Eli. And for today's episode of Next on the Initiative, we have our first gameplay session for everyone. Before we begin today's session, here's something to help you jump in. We started recording our D&D nights on session two, so there will be a few references to the first session. We use Roll20 to play D&D, so we talk about map and character placements on our computer screens. May seem a little weird. I think it's fine. Like, it's more of a... You'll ask us to roll something, we'll roll using the roll 20, and then we won't say what we rolled because it's on our computer screens. Right. But either way, man, I'm really excited to share our gameplay sessions with everybody. Mm -hmm. I know the audio quality is a bit rough at the beginning, but I'm just happy to upload the real play part of our podcast and like hearing how far we've come. All right, Eli. Let's hear that first episode intro. I suppose it's time for the party to start another day of chores and misery. Hmm, what will they do now? Accept their situation in captivity or attempt to be free? Try not to get too attached to any of the characters. Wouldn't want to have feelings when the inevitable happens. Enjoy listening to episode one, When Orcs Rage. Hey guys, welcome back to second session um, of Out of the Abyss. We return to the players, uh, day one of them being in prison and them getting familiar with everything. They just finished up their morning chores and now it's afternoon. And it's just about to be meal time and chore assignment. And that is where we left off. You see Jorlin uh, step to the gate with uh, your meals and tray. And he calls out to one of the prisoners. Oi, come, one of you come get this. Not it. Who wants to go up and grab him? Not me. Is it food? So... Crab will get up and he will start walking towards the gate. Okay. You get the trays, he starts handing them up through the uh, bars, and as he does so, he mutters very faintly, If you have a chance to escape, will you take it? Yes. And he just continues serving the food. He says, Hurry up and eat. Chores will be assigned momentarily. You have the food to, for, to pass out. And who gave out this food? You said it was Jorlin, right? Yes. Okay. Today's wonderful meal is another serving of thin boil mushroom soup. There's chunks of mushrooms floating in it. I throw my head back and, uh, like, not again. <laughs> As you're eating, uh, some of the usual things happen. You see Von steps over to stool and takes his food and just sits down with two bowls and begins eating. Most of the character, uh, other NPCs tend to stay in their own sections. Topsy and Turvy go into the furthest corner and begin just eating with themselves. Jim Jar and Bupito is sitting next to one another and they're having their own conversation. Eldis is watching the uh, gates, and as she uh, 
watched the food being trans passed around, she started to uh, keep her focus on you, Crow. Guard. <laughs> Guard. Two shards just gulping down his meal and just looking around with a smile on his face. Same for Darren Dill. Yeah, well, I, I take the soup I have and I walk over to the grung. Yeah. And I put it down once more. And I remember last time they were very skittish and hesitant to take it. So I just put it down, look at them, give two thumbs up, and then go back next to the other mycanoid. Okay. The grung just looks at it. And then um, once once the mycanoid is far away, and as soon as they're not looking, grung starts eating it. It starts eating it, sorry. So you try and grab the food stealthily, or just when you see his head turn? I just wait until it's not looking. You know, I don't like being watched while I eat, you know, nervous. <laughs> it just hops over, grabs the mushroom soup, and hops back over to the other side of the wall. I, I look and I'm like, I'm like, yes. I just like, hold my hands up and I'm like, with two fists, I'm like, yeah. As soon as I see him looking, I stop eating. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes open in surprise and... I like, I love to speak my head, I'm like, no, 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 eat, eat. <laughs> you see this, you see the grunge try to make itself smaller and smaller from your presence. <laughs> Croc, while you're uh, sitting there with your meal, do you eat it? No, I just kind of just slosh it around in the bowl. I have no use for food, so I'm just... As you just mindlessly stare at it, you see, you see a little shadow come over you. And you see Eldith standing above you. Eldith? Eldith, uh, the dwar female dwarf. Eldith, okay. You going to eat that? Um, no, no not really. Are, are you interested, interested in, in having this? this? Mm, I could use my strength. And she sits down and sits next to you and takes your bowl. And starts sipping from both of them. Oh, man. He said something to you, didn't he? Ah, uh, you're talking about... Joel, if, if I'm, I'm correct, correct, the one that was at the gate handing out our food. Yes, former captain, if we, captain, if we should call him that. Yeah, he, he did, did say something. He wants out, apparently. Don't trust him. Mm -hmm. Don't trust any of these damn drow. Why do you say that? It might be another one of his games. But if you're planning an escape, I am willing to assist. You seem to be helpful. The other earlier today, you assisted the gone guy person over there. She nudges her head towards uh, Enoch. I look up surprised, and I look at uh, Grob, and I. At this point, are we still able to communicate telepathically, or is too much time passed? Um, too much time has passed, but you're more than welcome to uh, shoot some more spores. Keep he's prestiging all over the place. <laughs> I I look. And at the at Croft, and I just nod, implying that when he's ready, let me know if that person he's talking to is also trustworthy. Yeah. Despite me still not having a mouth. Elvis, Elvis is still next to you. So, Melton Man, where are you from? Well, I don't exactly have a place of origin. I was created 
I don't know why that was created. However, your structure is pretty interesting. It seems to have gnomon features, gnomish features to it. Ah, well. What's your creator's name? Well, I don't really know much of my creator's name. Do you remember? Do you know of you from the surface world or from from the underdark? Mainly the underdark. So you know your way around here, then. In a sense. You're becoming more and more interesting. I see you being a helpful navigator if you uh, need it. Perhaps you can get us to a certain direction. And if you can do so, I can aid in the rest. Hmm. Very well. Seems like we might be able to get out of here a lot sooner if we are all working together. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Perhaps a few of the other people here could be useful. I don't trust all of them though. And I sure won't work with the damn drow. As she says that, she starts glaring at Sir, who is just staring into his bowl, swirling his finger around, muttering, He's off, even for a drow. Mm hmm? Even for a drow? You still don't trust. He's one of the few in here, locked up. His own people put him in here with us. What does that have to say about them? Either the drow are either really, really smart, or. Actually, I don't want to repeat the. Next part of what I'm probably going to say. I keep my eye on him if you're friends with the fungi folk over there. He is focused on them in a weird way. I look over to the fungi, to my fungi friend, nods. I take that cue and I release repertoire spores once more and extend them at Groth and the dwarf whose name I don't know at this point. Okay, I'm gonna roll a constitution saving throw. Jack, I need you to do the same. Wow, that's what I rolled. I got a seven. Okay. Crab, as you and Elder are talking, you notice this boy is kind of latch onto you and the Elder. And she kind of like sneezes a little. <coughs> Bless me. Hell was that? But yes, they are both connected to your sport. Nice. And I start with, hi, can you hear me? She just jumps up and spills the soup and kind of like looks around like, huh? What? The hell? I grab her by the arm and I pull her back down. At this moment, the guards kind of perk up and start paying attention towards the pin. Keep it down there, the dwarf. Don't make me take a shot. And she just glares at them and starts searching around frantically, confused where the voice came from. Easy, easy. It's the, the Mykonoid, the tall one next to the other Mykonoid. She turns to you wide-eyed and then like, well, heavily breathing, just kind of calms down and try to center herself. My name is Inoki, hmm. and this little Makinoid next to me is Stool, and I gestured to Stool very casually without implying that I'm gesturing towards Stool. I kind of just nudge him a little bit, and I see we've met our friend. Stool waves towards her. Everyone else, you also saw Elder had this momentary outburst. She just calms herself and sits back down next to Krav. She kind of looks at Krav and side-eyes Inoki and says, Can I, do, do I speak out loud or? And then she stops for a moment. We all can hear you just fine. I tap her on the shoulder and I just smile. So uh, I look at Eldeth. Eldeth? Is, that, is your name Eldeth? Mm-hmm. All right. Eldeth. Eldeth failed run of Grim. And just to put it pretty simply, I hear you're interested in a jailbreak. Well, so am I. You see this wide smile appear on her face just by the very concept of this form of communication. In your head, you hear, To all you see as allies, we need this link. And I look back at her, and I'm like, Splendid. 
but I'm also not so sure. And I look at the drow across from me. I don't move much. I just look at them, and I'm like, "Are you sure everyone's an ally?" As you look at a, you turn towards Sarah. Give me an insight check. Okay, eight. You momentarily see your your eyes meet for a moment, but from the way he's just staring, seems like normal creepy drow from as usual. So you can't make okay. anything out. I look back at Elstep and I say, I'm not taking the possibility of working with him, but he seems pretty strong. No drow. I will not work with any drow. Mm. Okay. Do you, have you, do you know anything about him? Have you met before? Nothing of him personally, but for him to be a drow imprisoned by other drow means he either did something wrong to them or he's a threat to himself and others. Well, I understand that, but the enemy of my enemy might be my friend, and, and that enemy is still a well, fucking drow. Fair enough, but if we need to and have the numbers, we can overpower him if we need to. We still need sensitivity training. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a small seminar in the jail cell talking about, you know, stereotyping <laughs> and racist. Yeah. Now Loth loves everyone. <laughs> so yeah, I I will say just let me know if you if you've talked to any other prisoners interested in a jailbreak that you trust. He's rather talkative, but that uh that deep gnome over there seems to have a bit of knowledge here and there about mm-hmm. the underdog. I can't guide us if we get out of here, but he might have a knowledge of routes. She concentrates for a moment, and you get the flash of Jim Jar's face, which was the uh, the gray deep gnome with piercings in his. Oh, him! I haven't gotten a chance to talk to him. Is he trustworthy? It's not so much he's trustworthy; it's what he knows. Seems like he's been down here in the underdark for some time, and with him being so carefree, I think he either has a way out or options after we're taken to the spider city. Hmm. Okay. Well, just let me know if you if you decide he's trustworthy. So far, Krav is, is my man, and the Grung over there seems to be a pretty uh, potential lead in the jailbreak. While this is going on, you you guys are having your conversation. It you're just being super aware of everyone trying to keep on like everyone's eyes as you sipping the soup. And you notice Sushar at one point, he looks at you and just smiles and lifts his hand up. And it is just a little bit of soup. As he realizes he makes eye contact, but he kind of gestures his hand like... <laughs> I give a nervous little nod. I'm warming up to him. He gets well, up and slowly makes his way over towards to sit next to you. Aww. You're making a friend. We're pals. We're pals. We're friends. I like him because he's big. <laughs> so I, I wrap up my conversation with uh, Eldith, and I just, you know, let it basically say, uh, if you get a chance to talk to anybody interesting, let me know so we can bring them in to this jailbreak plans. So. I, I'll, I'll do what I can and speak to a few of the others. I, again, I do not see an outcome where that drought consists us. In the end, he will either turn on us or get him uh, get us all killed, going crazy. Fair enough. But do me a favor. Make sure 
the and I gesture to stool and like keep an eye on him too he's just a young kid he doesn't deserve some of the, some harsh treatment I'll do what I can what about the orc then and she nudges and she nudges her head towards a run been bullying this mycanid since we've been here uh don't worry about him I have plans for if he keeps this up uh, let me know if you need me I'll gut him like a pig oh I have something a little more devious in mind. Than gutting him like a pig? Oh, wait, I don't think I can... That's right, Eli told me I couldn't do that. Gut him like what? <laughs> oh, alright. Well, never mind. <laughs> Tell, I, I, I go to uh, the dwarf, I'm like, ooh, that sounds that sounds interesting. I might, I, I might need to take you up on that offer. So Yarmil kind of continues on like this. Cool. So I, I um, I pre- that's pretty much what I say. So someone else can have a turn role playing. Yeah. Um, David, Arun, yeah, Maya, what, is there anything you guys want to do? Um, I'm good. If someone else wants to do one. Um, I'm just sitting there eating my soup, taking, um, I'm looking. I mean, observing everything that's happening in the room. I do. I sense that people are communicating telepathically or like um do i observe any sort of secret so when you see elder have that mm-hmm. moment uh, that outburst you kind of see her calm mm-hmm. down and sit next to the her, the you see her sit next to enoki and Krav, and then five minutes later they're just silent uh give me a straight intelligence check okay see if you can like put two and three together yeah I don't think I do, but that's a seven. Yeah, I would say you just think they're just speaking very silently. Okay. Give me a while. Give me a perception check as well. Okay. That would be. Please be nice to me. Oh, it's a nine plus three, so that's twelve. It's a faint glimmer, but you see something shine in Lupito's sleeve, and he just kind of covers it back up and looks around. He doesn't seem like he noticed anyone else who noticed it. Okay. But other than that, I don't... I mean, I don't interact with anybody unless they come and interact with me just sitting there silently molding over my suit. At this point, uh, an hour passes and the meal is meal time is up. You hear the guards get to the pit, opening of the pen and they tell you all to line up. He begins begin assigning charges. See here, let me just pull that up. We got group one with Arun, David, Brunt, and Bupito. You all will be working the water bells at the waterfall. Group two, um, Jake's, Eldiff, Topsy, and Tevi. Not No, not Eldiff, uh, Shushar. And then group three, Jack, Maya, Seldiff, Sarah, and Eldiff. Okay. Who are the last two again? Sarah and Elder. Sarah. Elder. Sarah. 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 Oh, oh. Uh, the the drow and then uh, the normal, the non-gray person. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. We are going to just switch it over to the two, to David and Arun. You guys are working the water. Pretty much okay. just you guys are lifting the water from the uh, levers, putting them into the large caskets, up of the large barrels, and dumping out the... Well, d- washing out. Wow, I'm babbling. Washing out old chamber pots. Everything just pretty much seems to get dumped into the same pool. 
but as you pull up the water, it's just the way it moves is uh keeps it clean. Okay. Gross. <laughs> they um, don't seem to care about sanitation too much on this. With you, you have Peter and Vaughn. Okay. Um, before I talk to anybody, I go down to the pool and sort of try to investigate if it goes any, like, really deep and it connects um, to the... So you Whoop. can look over the ledge and see down into the down the waterfall into the pool. It's mm-hmm. a, a bit of a drop before you could actually get into it, go into the pool. Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. I'll just uh, investigate from up top then, just to see if it seems to go really deep and if it somehow sort of connects with the the water body I was uh, doing chores at the previous day. Give me an investigation check. Yeah. Come on, that's a five plus investigation, was it? Oh, five plus five, that's it. Not too bad. Um, no, nah, it looks kind of. You don't see too much in the water. Um, mm-hmm. you actually see kind of how it flows out and it extends to the, the pool, extends into the cave floor. And as you look around and check out the cave floor, you do see that there's a couple of ways, uh, a couple of tunnels heading towards uh, the north, south, and west. Uh, areas of the cave. Okay. Okay. It's just a matter of like getting down to the cave floor. You look, and as you look at the pool, you can see that it, it seems deep enough for some of you all to jump in and make it with no problems. Okay. That's what I can tell you with that, uh, the role you got. Yeah. Alright. Uh, well, then I also turn to look around like the ledge and I'm assuming this is the first time I've been out since last session right uh yes last time you um, was out you was a uh... wow the way the chores is set up is funny you was actually here before with Maya doing the same thing they seem to have assigned, assigned you to the same job twice okay <laughs> okay um well in that case I'm just gonna be looking around for my spider friend uh keeping an eye out for him as I do my chores as you're looking around, you're just gazing down towards the spider webs. Next to you, you see Bupito staring at the webs, too. And then he looks at you and smiles and just says, It's interesting how they keep their giant spiders around moving free. you think they would keep them on some kind of leash, or we could risk one of us getting attacked. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I lost my friend to the webs yesterday. Uh, I don't know. I'm, kind of, I'm still kind of out of it. But I don't think they keep the spiders on the leash. It's going to be a problem. Did your friend... What what kind of fan was it? I know it sounds a little silly when I say it, but it's a, it's a little spider that I met on the way here. Um, I sent him out to scout. <laughs> um, that's, that's not silly. You made a friend. Yeah, yeah I did. I guess I did. Alright, uh, friend. I'm sure it will be. What was his name? Uh, I named him. Oh, let me look through my notes. Oh, Nit. Yeah. I actually wrote down dead spider friend. Funny that uh, elf like half elf as yourself would enjoy such a creature, especially in the situation you're in. Don't you see it a bit ironic being a slave to lock down here? And I don't know. It's. I mean, at the end of the day, he was here. I was here with someone to talk to, and there was no reciprocation, yes. Well, you could talk to me, my friend, and I could assist you on any problem. And he just gives a wide smile, 
I mean, uh, I would like to have an insight check. I'm really just looking into like sort of his his motives. If he has something, go ahead and give me an insight. I'm going to roll something over here. Okay, the first high roll of the game, and that's still a thirteen. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a total of a sixteen. Okay. Uh, from the way he says this, he's a he seems very polite. You can tell there's cunning in his eyes, there's a sense of him being clever. He seems to be pretty gregarious towards y'all. Okay. Um, well, I guess they find him so slightly trustworthy uh, to at, at least about enough to ask him, um, do you know anything about... Uh, how long have you been here? I should have asked you that first. Probably a day or two less than that large mushroom. Yeah, okay, I mean... Then you, you, had your fair share. The interpersonal work, and I wish to continue that. And I do not think we should be here too long. They plan to trade us off soon. Oh wait, from last session, do I know that there's been some sort of a, a holdup, and none of the things that are supposed to come through are coming through? Yes, you you remember uh, your character will remember hearing a piece of like a conversation from some guards walking past of you and Maya about how it seems like things are taking longer than expected. Okay. I, I'm not very sure about that, my my friend. Um, uh, I, I've heard a few things and uh, I don't I don't think we're gonna we're gonna go out of here anytime soon. Oh the supplies are dwindling and it looks like they're gonna starve us out. It's a, it's a pickle. He kind of stares blankly for a moment taking in the information. And then another wide smile comes along, and you just hear him utter, God's plan is in action. My <laughs> work will be completed. You, you are a true friend. Thank you for this info. Um, what, what are you, what are you thinking? What's going on in your head? I, I kind of want in, and I'm sure when we get out, I'll, I mean, I, I know that he's starting to say something, and I just keep going anyway. Uh... Uh, I, when we get out, I, can, I have connections in high and low places, my friend. I can tune into anywhere you want. Tell me what you go, what's going on. He sets down the uh, water bucket he had, and he just looks at you, seems to eye you up and down, and then makes a little wisp of smoke appear in his hand and just says, I wish to follow my divine plan. This setback will not hold me. The info you told me proves that. Soon, we'll be out of here. Okay, I want in. Um, what, what do I do to to prove that I'm an ally? We must find allies. We must prepare for our escape. Okay, I, it sounds like a plan to me. Um, um, if we can get out of here, mm -hmm. I am more than willing to assist in taking us wherever we need to go. Okay, I, do you have my wits and you have my hand in, in case... It, you ever need it. He grabs your hand and hope puts his other hand on top of it. And for a small girl, he kind of has way stronger of a grip than gives off as he just stares you in the eye and says thank you. Let's yeah, focus on the job at hand and perhaps more time we can we could talk about this. Uh, definitely. I, I do have a few other people who are thinking along the same lines and people who are more adept in, in ways that we're not um, I'm talking about the... I mean, is it a grung? Like, the, the frog creature? 
Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about Grung. I, I, I think I think she or it aligns with the, the same motives as us. Uh, do you want me to find and recruit more people? I, I can help you. We need allies. We need people we can trust. Do you, amongst those I've seen here during my time, I only noticed the Mikey Nair to be one of the innocent. I, I, have, a, I have a good feeling about the, the ground, and uh, I, I assure you um, things things might not go wrong with, with the recruiting it. She, she saved my life, and honestly, I'm, I'm still kind of not over that. It could be considered. Yeah, if you believe your life belongs to her, I'll allow it. Yeah. I do not yeah, think yeah. we should explain this plan to too many of people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, or the character behind you all, who at this time is looming. He's having a weird gaze on your character, David, on the Bugash. You just kind of, while you two see him standing, he just kind of has a weird, like, smile to cruel grin. Oh, I was going to go up to him and ask, uh, what's your deal? He stands. There's a clear height that once he stands and notices this, he, ch- he just grins even more. Vaunt in charge here. You all will help Vaunt. You all work for Vaunt now. Vaunt, get us out. Got it, little man. So you're looking to get out too? Yeah, you're going to help me with that. I can, I can stand behind that. Um, Are me and then the other NPC who is talking to me, are we in the earshot of like, talking to us too? It's in the same working area. You and your conversation, but you can hear this going on on your side. Okay, got it. While we're working together, little man, anything you hear, you tell me. You work for me now. You give me any information. Uh, I wouldn't go as far to say I'm working for you. We can say we're we're buddies in this, but uh, there's a 18, there's a 19 hit you. Oh, a 19? Wow. Yes, that does hit. As you say this, he just immediately swings forward and pushes you tries to shove you then he just looms over you again remember what i said want in charge got it uh can i roll for intimidation <laughs> yes how do you intimidate get him get him i'm gonna i'm gonna throw my i'm gonna pick up the bucket and just like throw it in front of him i guess <laughs> <laughs> yes give me intimidation roll oh wow okay uh, almost immediately, you smell like this terrible odor come off, and you know how wet dog like dogs get when they're wet after taking a proper bath. Foul odor comes off, and he just, uh, 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 and he just tries to swing at you. I'm gonna need you to roll initiative. Really? <laughs> Can I um first kind of gauge how strong he is? He is a large orc, but in terms of, I'll uh, give me an insight check to see like. If you can check, do a Batman scan on him. Okay. Holy. Nice. 19 and a nat 20. Wow. David and these rolls. So you give him that quick eye up and down, and you can tell. He looks like he's a pretty tough orc, but it seems like he's just by orc's tent. With that natural 20, I will also say that you can sense that after you splash him with water, there was a crack in his bravado. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so you want me to roll initiative? Yes, please. Okay. Yeah, we'll keep the high rolls going, I guess. Uh, it's 17 plus 3, so 20. Nice. So, it's you first on the initiative. Okay, so I guess if I'm starting, is there any other 
I just, can I run up, pick up the bucket, and like fill it up with a little bit of water? Sure, but it would be your action to like grab the bucket and fill it up with water. I will also remind you that during this, uh, this encounter, you still are wearing the manacles on there. So both you and uh, Ron, while having these fights, have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability check. Okay, so I guess my action will be to dash over, get some water, and just be. I guess I'll just keep myself in a stance, just ready. Oh, I also tell him that I'm not trying to fight. If you want to fight, go for it, but. For him, he just looks at you and says, You will listen. And he will make a swing on uh, attack towards you, just melee. Disadvantage. So, that was a nat 20. <laughs> so, that's a six hit. <laughs> uh, no. Luckily, a six does not. <laughs> you see him try to take a wide swing and, like, his manacles clink and he remembers that and just tries to double fist at the side of your head and you just duck with no problem. It is your turn once more. Arun, you and Bupito see this and Bupito just kind of smiles and says, I will not uh, get involved. And he points up towards the guard tower. One elite guard has his crossbow locked on them while the other one is just watching. They're not doing anything, but they seem like they're be they're ready to act depending on how this goes. Okay. Alright. So David. Uh so what I'm gonna do is again just try to intimidate him. Hopefully get him to back down. Uh kind of the same way. Like I'll I'll just like bang my cuffs against the bucket and then just chuck it at him. Go ahead and roll for intimidation. Okay. Oof. I had a feeling it would have lasted too long. <laughs> It seems to just infuriate him even more. Right, is there anything else you're trying to do for your turn, like bonus action? No. No, you know what? I'll, I'll take whatever he's going to throw at me. Is this point you just, at the second instance of him being splashed by water again and missing, he just starts roaring and getting upset. He starts shaking his arms around. He then, you hear a creaking, and he breaks out of his manacles and falls at you. Oof. And that is his turn. It is uh, your turn, but at the start of the initiative, upon seeing this, the drow blows a horn and says, Inmate released! And shoots a crossbow down at him. The crossbow is shot at the uh, orc? Or at... Uh, yes, at, it seems like it's aimed towards right. It misses, and you see the other one, you see him begin to load up another shot as the other drow starts running down uh, the guard tower. It is now your turn. Hey, this time I again try to reason with them. I say, if you, if you try to attack me, the guards will do something about it. And if you want to break out, we kind of don't want to create a scene. Okay. Since this is you now talking to him within, I will say you can use either intimidation or persuasion. It's your choice. Either way, it's a minus one. <laughs> so I guess I'll go with persuasion. Because uh, intimidation doesn't seem like it's working, at least from Uvich's perspective. Hmm. You talk to him, and as you're imagining this, you kind of see a moment of clarity in his eyes, and he just kind of starts grumbling and growling. On his turn, he just looks at the situation, looks down at you, and he is going to attempt to grab you. I need you to give me an athletics check or acrobatics check at disadvantage, but your choice. Athletics, acrobatics. So I'll do athletics. Oh. Uh, both of those should have added four, so the lower one's going to be a two. It's a two plus four, six. Okay. You step backwards when you see him roaring lunge towards you, but you're not passing enough. He has now grabbed you, and he is just holding you in front of him. Roaring. At this point, 
one of the guards has descended down towards the tower and pulls out his crossbow and points it at Ron, who swings around and uses you as a human shield to uh, try to dodge. Uh, Arun, while you are watching this, is there anything you want to do? Or are you trying to step in or are you just staying back and observing? How far away is the guard? I can put a token for him on here. Oh, okay. There's one here at the bottom of the tower making his way towards you. And the mm-hmm. other one, I would say, is in the same position, but at the top of the guard tower, launching his arrows. Got it. Um, kind of look at the situation. I see a mad orc holding this halfling. I'm not sure uh, what to do, but I maybe like step in and guys, I know this is prison, but we can take care of things in a, in a civilized manner. I, I'm sure we don't want to create a scene. And I look to the guards, and I'm, I'm sure these guards wouldn't want that either. Let's try to talk things out. Boy, looks at you just of course, like, no, no, I'm getting out, getting out. No, let's let's not go there right right now. Um, it's a tricky situation, and I'm, I'm sure these guards are well equipped to handle us right now. And as you say this, one of the guards at the top takes a shot at front, as the other one takes his hand crossbow and shoots front as well. Okay, so the, one of them rolled a nat one, so I'm going to roll again just to see. Yeah. <laughs> David, does a 12 hit you? No. You don't have any armor at this time. Does that still not hit? 13 AC without any armor, so I should barely miss. So one of them uh, misses Ron and almost grazes you slightly, and the other one just hits hits him in the back of his shoulder. He needs late con save. And you see him kind of lumber over as if something is affecting him, and he just shakes it off and starts boring. David, it is now your turn on the initiative. You are currently grappled by Ron. Uh, so I guess I'll use my turn to break out of the grapple. Alright. Give me an athletics check. Bite him on the nose, David. Bite him on the nose. <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm not trying to hurt him. I'm still not. Because the guards are going to do something to him anyway, so there's no point in me going for him. So, I rolled a 1. So <laughs> as you're struggling to break out, you dodge the first arrow. You know, the second one that hit him kind of distracts him and loosens his grip, and you're able to break out. Um, then I guess, do I have, like, a bonus action? Uh, if you have anything to do for your bonus action, you can, and you're mo- you can still kind of, like, move away if you like. I guess I'll tell the guards I have this un- we have this under control. Don't fire at us. <laughs> That's the one big crap. <laughs> I doubt it's gonna work. I'm not even, I'm not even <laughs> rebel persuasion. Like, if they don't believe it, I don't... I, I, I'm going to need a persuasion check, sir. You can say it fails. I, I don't even want to roll for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you just kind of like, no, don't shoot. Don't shoot, don't shoot. We can't, we got this on our own. We like, totally have this under control, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ron is now weighing his options, and he looks at you two and then looks at the trial and just roars and charges the drow. He is going to make one attack on him. Misses. Alright, we're about to hit the top of the initiative. Arun, is there anything you want to do? Um, I want to get into the initiative, but I want to be... I'm trying to do what Ugesh is trying to do as well, like calm him down. And if I have to sort of use force against him to stop attacking the drow people, and yeah. Okay. So, so I'm rolling for initiative? Well, you roll me initiative after. Tell me what you do to get into 
Um, uh, I'm assuming he already tried to hit the guard once and missed, so he's very close to the guard. I'm trying to just rush in and like pull one of the guards out of the way so that um, he doesn't hit him. Like I want to time it so that the guard doesn't think I'm actually also fighting them, but I'm just actually trying to save the guard. Does that make sense? Okay, yes, but to try to like move the guard out of the way, he's not going to do it <laughs> willingly. It would have to mm-hmm. be you doing a competing athletics check versus athletics or acrobat. Okay. I will... Yeah, okay. Right, I'm going see. to ask, ask you to roll at disadvantage on it because you still have the manacles along with, like, holding you in place. Okay. I'm going to roll acrobatics on that. Okay. And with disadvantage, a 12. You put your body into it and you try to, like, shove him out of the way, but mm-hmm. he leans into it and kind of notices and just like throws you off and then and, th- and just says both of you are getting taken down and start like aims as possible at do no, not uh, resist okay I, I actually don't resist I, I, I stand down and I say I'm I'm trying to help you and and not create an actual scene here I'm on your side really even though I'm being imprisoned here it's, it's like it's not realistic for me to break out of whatever this place is i don't even know where i am um but i I can assure you i'm I'm on your side and and i was just trying to save you because you were getting attacked roll initiative for me oh no can i roll a deception i will let you roll persuasion since your goal was to try to stop this from happening okay please Okay, <laughs> you should have just rolled okay. it. <laughs> Rolling initiative. That's a 13 <laughs> plus 2. 15. So, the drow, now looking at the both of you with that one, you kind of like threw him off after shoving him, and now he just took it all as a hostile attempt. Guard at Bub is going to take uh, his crossbow and shoot at Ron, and another one will be aimed at you. Damn it. Does a 17 hit you? Yes, it does. Okay, Ron got hit with another one as well. Both. I need you to make me a constitution saving throw as I will damage. What's that? Yeah, Start. constitution. Plus one, two. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I die, don't die. Time to whip up a new character. <laughs> <laughs> the gods are almost dying. Every session. <laughs> damage. And you How much? Five points of piercing. Okay. And as the arrow the arrow hits, you feel a, <laughs> and everything just goes black. Yeah, I collapse. Ugesh, you see, uh, you see Zuvar fall onto the bridge, and you see the guard above shoot Ron right into the shoulder. Ron has also felt his save. When he falls, however, he stumbles around, swinging. And before he passes out, he falls down into the waterfall. You guys are out of initiative, and the guards rush over to grab uh, Cigar, and they uh, approach both you and Bopito with their crossbows up. Do you try to resist them restraining you? I was going to initially run over to Zavar and kind of defend him. Um, but I guess it's the same sort of thing. Okay. Go ahead and, David, roll me a perception check as you're the only one still conscious at the time, non-NPC-wise. You get a quick peek of the pool and you see 
a weird shimmer already on the half of Juan's body as it floats in the water. Hard to make out what it is, but you just slowly see this ooze-like form cover him. And that's all you get to see before you're pulled away. You and Bopita are both instantly taken back to the pen. Zubar, we'll get to you later. Oh no! Oh no. (laughs) Oh man. It's crazy to hear yourself from so long ago and so early in the campaign. A lot of retakes and stutters back then. Rest in peace, Front. Out of all the uh, characters I played on there, you were a fun orc to roleplay, even if it was just for two sessions. Yeah, I know, right? Like, so much has happened in our personal lives and in the world since we started playing this module. It's great. As long as it's been, I really enjoyed hearing our group from, like, last summer. And I'm really excited to, like, keep reminiscing as we, like, upload D&D sessions from months ago, you know? Since then, you and I upgraded our equipment, our role-playing, and D&D skills have gotten better. I'm pretty sure I'm about to prestige on the D&D part, but that's 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 not a hero there. And I'm excited to see what this year brings for our D&D group. Yeah, um, I guess a quick update about our podcast. With this first episode of our campaign out, we're going to try to maintain a bi-monthly release schedule. That way we can put a new episode out every two weeks and build additional content Ooh, la, la. so we can grow our podcast and uh like eventually we'll probably start a youtube channel and upload this here and with that yeah it's promotion time support us on our daily uh <laughs> <laughs> support- <laughs> uh, come on i know this is, i know this is your first time reading the promotion time but you gotta you got you gotta stop with the giggles <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> Here, do you want me to do do you want me to do this the, the drum beat? Oh yeah, get a little cadence to it. Oh yeah, boys and girls, all the cool cats out there. Support us directly on our Patreon or at nextontheinitiative.com. <laughs> it's not dot com, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I put dot com every time and it works. So support us directly on our Patreon at nextontheinitiative.com. Any additional content we make is going to be uploaded to Patreon first, and the best way to find it is by using the link in the description. So, Jakes, it's your turn. Name something that is $3, something equivalent to our first tier Patreon. So, it's my turn, huh? All right. Yeah, yeah. No pressure. How about three Arizona iced teas? Oh. Yeah. Three. So, yep. for the price of three Arizona iced teas, one for me. No, no, one for one for each of us. I can, I'll drink one, you drink the other, and we can share the third one. Oh, I was hoping we'd just keep it on hand, you know. These trying times, you never know when you need it. Oh, oh, are we doing the, these trying times? <laughs> We're doing the, the tr- these trying times thing, like every commercial that we... That's... Oh, yes, you know, during these times where we have a difficulty smiling, it's always important that we stay together as a unity, as a community, as a family. Or you could just, you could just buy some Arizona iced tea with... <laughs> the three dollar tier we have available. So, Eli, so for the price, I should say that for the price of three Arizona teas, not sweet teas, not twisted teas, and it better be green tea. I can't be trying the weird 
Palmer lemonade stuff. That you're trash if you do. I what? I like that one, man. That's pretty good. You're trash if you do, and we'll keep an end of recording. <laughs> you can keep this podcast going, so please support us on Patreon and help us buy a green tea. Arizona. Oh my goodness. I'm so frustrated that you say you enjoy Palmer. Really? Yeah. How could you not enjoy Arnold Palmer's, man? They're, they're pretty good. It's canned lemonade. It has a metallic... And sweet tea. And sweet tea. Mm-mm. You can't ruin tea. Okay. 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 All right. Well, follow us on Instagram at Next on the Initiative. <laughs> Next on... <laughs> Next on the Initiative. And as always, give us... Uh, consider giving us a good rating on the platforms you use to listen to this podcast. We would really appreciate it. Some of the sound effects used in the episode were made by Jake's or showrunner. The sources for the music and additional sound effects can be found in the description and were used under Creative Commons licensing. This podcast is unofficial fan content of the D&D 5e module, Out of the Abyss. We are not sponsored or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast. Any role-playing we do as characters, depiction of location, or other content in this module is fan content of this podcast of the source material. So please support the official release. So, uh, special thanks to Maya Ross playing It the Grung, David George as Ugesh the Fighter, RDM Elijah Jackson, Arun Badawaj playing Savara the Half-Elf, and Jack Phillips playing Crow of the Warforge. Y'all are a great D&D group and really good friends. Thank you for listening and t- stay tuned for the next episode. Take care, stay tuned, and you know, be new to your pets. I think that's a common phrase that you say when you. I okay, I guess we can go with that. <laughs> wait, wait, am I doing things wrong here? I figured we just make a quote. I mean, that's important to say. So yeah, do that. <laughs> be safe. See you, everyone. <laughs>